I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Welcome to Here We Sew Again, the podcast where three sewists from different backgrounds discuss all things sewing. I'm Kate Seinart. I'm Meg Healy. And I'm Amanda Carestio. Today on the podcast, we are sharing our goals for 2023. Specific makes, skills to hone, themes to work around, and more. Then we'll share some sew inspo, but before we jump in, how's everyone doing? How was our... New Year's Eve are coming into the new year and our <laughs> I just I can't remember when the last time we recorded did we have the holidays already or <laughs> Yeah, no we hadn't. It was yeah. the, it, the, the episode came out after Christmas but right. we recorded it before. Yeah. Um so yeah, it's been um it's been a long couple of weeks since we recorded for sure. Um I had a lovely Christmas that was slightly delayed by my parents getting covid. Mm. Um but they're okay. They're recovering. Well, my mom's totally recovered. My dad's still tired, but he's he's hanging in there. Um, and uh, nice New Year's Eve with friends. I got to see a show. Um, we saw Beauty and the Beast at our local theater and then oh. went over to my friend's house, played board games. Just a really good start to the new year for me, for sure. Yeah, yeah. We had a really lovely holiday season. Um I think we even managed to be a little bored, which is always like <laughs> the high mark. Um, yes. It's kind of lovely, you know, just to, we, we, didn't, oh, yeah. we didn't do a lot. We, we had a couple kid adventures, but pretty uneventful. And after the last couple of years, I will 100% take that. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. How about you, Meg? Yeah, mine was just great. Just we didn't go anywhere. Just some nice family time, good food. I watched a lot of TV and it was yeah, it was nice. And I did a little bit of sewing. I made like a um we had like a holiday party to go to, so I made like a maternity black turtleneck dress. I finally made my Nico turtleneck Yay. dress. 
some like long sleeves and I extended like the front panel. So the front had gathers like within the midsection and then I added shoulder pads to it, (laughs) which was so fun. So that was really nice. I got to like dress up and yeah, for New Year's Eve, we just had some people come over and I went to bed right after midnight and I don't know when the rest of the people went to bed. But, uh, Do you was... have pictures of your you in your dress, Meg? I, I need like... to see the shoulder pads. In yeah, I, I have a yes. couple. Yeah, I have a couple in progress too. I was like, I had one shoulder pad in and out because um, I like sized up. But then the shoulders had excess fat and then, you know, make it work. I'm like, ding, 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 shoulder pads. And it like looked so cool. Yeah, I have some pictures that, um, yeah, I need to post and share. I've just been, I'm just so bad at posting and sharing on social and all that. I need to get, that's another goal for 2023 too. (laughs) I'm always just second guess like did people really care like want to see this I'm just like whatever I'll just keep yeah it. I think especially with those like my 150th t-shirt that I've made <laughs> I'm like but you know I for me it's always like what did I make when it's more it's more for me it's more honestly. yeah I need to think yeah, of it everything. that way mm-hmm. yeah well, yeah, I like just, seeing all your t-shirts. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, I do too. Oh, I, I'm just, I'm just terrible at taking pictures of my makes. Um, I don't have a, I don't have a talented photographer to do it for. Well, I guess I could ask my niece to help me out. But uh, yeah, I don't have like, like uh, Amanda's talented daughter to take my photos for me. So I'm always like, Ugh. I have to go and try to set this up myself or try to talk my husband into not taking a picture at a weird angle. <sighs> um, sorry, Mark. Um, <laughs> so he listens to the episodes while I'm sitting next to him while he's at work. And so it's, he's always like commenting on things that we say Aww. to me and I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, what? Oh yeah. I remember that from like two weeks ago when I recorded that episode. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Do you have an Apple watch, Kate? I do. You use the camera feature. I have you ever tried connecting it to your? Oh, do you have an i? You have an iPhone though, do you yeah, or no? Yeah, I do. Yeah. If you open the camera app and then you open the camera app on your phone, you can see a picture of the like the lens. And so that's what I always do. I just have a tripod and then I put my phone up and then it's like the photo app and then you can see a little preview. So I'm can stand in like away from the camera and I look at my watch and I center myself and then I press the watch and it takes the picture. That's just a super helpful technique. What I do oh, when I do awesome. myself. My God, sorry, I just turned it on. Isn't I'm it? Like, cool? Oh my Is God! It, isn't it cool? I can see my. I, they're they're identical. I <laughs> they're know. The I, I know. Okay, yes. that's really cool, cool. and I'm gonna have to can... play around with that for sure. Yes. Well, then you can see the angle because I know it's so hard, like running back, like so you can see yourself and make sure you are centered within the screen of your watch. So, um, yeah, awesome, nice great tip. tip. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to try that for sure. <laughs> yeah, and I have to say, Ruby got so expensive, so I got a tripod. Oh, okay. Ruby yeah. got expensive. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> Ruby got. <guys. laughs> yeah. Her photography fees went up. Her fees went up. <laughs> well, and my niece is a fantastic photographer, but the problem is she's at school in Ohio most of the right. time. And so, oh, well. you know, I can, only u- I can only use her in very specific moments. Um, so, yes. 
I'm going to have to try out that trick on my my iPhone slash Apple Watch. Awesome. Mm -hmm. Thanks, Matt. Yeah. Just here for the, I love technology um, (laughs) that you can utilize for so, like so many different things. (laughs) Absolutely. Oh, yeah. Um, So should we jump into So What's New? Yeah, let's do it. I Mm -hmm. have nothing, you guys. I haven't (laughs) seen a new pattern um, I'm sure there are lots of them. I apologize to anyone who's released a new pattern at, that I've missed. I just, uh, I just haven't been in the right place to see them. Sorry. <laughs> but you guys okay. have stuff, right? Yeah. How about Amanda? You go first. Yes. Um, this is not a new pattern, uh, but it's just new to me. I hadn't hadn't seen it, um, but it is a it's a relatively new. <clears throat> pattern company and I think I shared when they launched it's the daisy chain pattern company um by Natalie Ebal and uh another gal I'm sorry I cannot remember her name but big big fan um and they have released the I think the poly blouse and dress back in maybe November and again it just just hadn't popped on my radar but it is so cute it's um kind of a peasanty blouse with a yoke, buttons, collar options. They the reason that um, it really caught my eye is that they shared kind of all the various combinations that you can make using the pattern, mm-hmm. and it was just so many cute options. Um, so that one, that one might have to go on my list. It's a little bit more feminine than I usually go, and kind of cute. Um, but I think I'm okay with that. Awesome. I love this dress. I mean, it's yeah, so yeah. It, there is a dress for it. Yeah, but the sleeves, I mean, those puffy sleeves. Exactly. I think this needs to go there's on my like list, a, too. There's a sleeve with a ruffle option. Uh-huh. Like, double up. I, I just, I don't know. I love it. I, Y'all know me. I love a pattern that has a lot of options built in because I love to make mm-hmm. things multiple times. And, you know, you can get a different look pretty easily. So, anyway, that one, that one caught my eye. I really like it. Mm-hmm. I remember you bringing this Daisy Chain Patterns yes. company. Um, they haven't been on my radar, but this is a good reminder. To, I'm just going to peruse them a bit more. It's such a cute yeah. pattern. We did a feature on Natalie a couple of years ago um, in So News, and she was doing, she made a lot of uh, quilted coats. Um, oh, I think they yeah. were, I think she was selling them. But they yeah. were just amazing, and so we had a feature with her, and she's been on my radar ever since. Really talented maker. I love mm-hmm. her her design sense, her fabric combinations, um, everything. She's great. Mm-hmm. Well, for me, it's not a new pattern, but again, similar to Amanda, it's a new-to-me pattern. Uh, on So Daily, we're working to develop a new, like, lingerie course. It's a lot of basics and wireless, Whoa. free, like, wire-free, like, bralettes mm. with support in it so we've been working with um lily fong of lily page design she's going to come and film a new course for us and i've been like she's been on my radar for a while so I was so excited that she was a- wanting to work with us and so i just got her this uh Lene bra pattern and it can be like adapted to maternity like i just need Ooh. more new bras and mm. without wires and like even just hearing her talk in our meet like she knows so much like how to make support without underwires and so um 
I just, yeah. Because I was shopping, like, even yesterday I was out um, with some stores and I was looking at maternity bras and I was like, I can make the, if there's no, what, like, if it's yeah, just exactly. beams and a lot, like, come on, Meg, you can make this. And I was like, <laughs> I'm not buying it. And so I, um, yeah, so that's kind of on on my radar because none of my bras fit me <laughs> so <laughs> I need to need to make some so that was just kind of on my um radar recently um for so it's new <laughs> that's so exciting I feel like a wireless bras are definitely <sighs> I've seen so many more yeah. options now and b that is so what I want for my body you know mm-hmm. like just I think I, I don't know, kind of went away from wire bras and it's, I don't know that I'll ever go back. And I think, oh, I think my, yeah. my body's happier that way. So that's, that's um, really exciting though. I look forward to hearing about your adventures, Meg. Yeah. Yeah. I, tell you, I, uh, I buy my bras and I have wore, I have not worn a wire in a bra for something like 10 years and it oh, is yeah. no yeah. way to live. <laughs> Just buy yeah, wireless bras. They're they're not they're well, I suppose if if you like what they do to your body, then that is totally cool. But they never did anything for me except dig into the sides of my breasts. So Yeah, hurt. Yeah. So I stopped wearing them and I am joyously not wearing any wires in my bras ever since. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm love it similar way yeah and also in like the course we're doing like a built-in bra like kind of bodysuit like combo and so it's just like I'm just really excited for that's awesome I'm gonna yeah make everything in in that course and stuff so um and she's like just so amazing to work with so exciting things coming so yeah awesome well awesome let's speaking of exciting things I'm I'm not the Segway master you are, Meg, but I try. <laughs> um, let's jump into our main segment um, and talk about the new year a little bit because 2023 is here and it's the start of a new year. Um, I feel like we all had a pretty big 2022 and maybe more uh, of the same yeah. in the new year. <laughs> and I think we're all kind of set up for some big changes, uh-huh. especially Meg, especially Meg. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. That. Um, and I also know that each of us have different feelings about goal setting for the new year based on conversations we've had on past podcast iterations, but let's discuss where we stand now, what we've got in mind for sewing and beyond, um, some personal, professional goals, all of it. Um, but let's let's start with a bit of a review. Um, just a roundtable, real quick. How do y'all feel about New Year's goals? I know there's there's people on both ends of the spectrum. You know, I don't I don't have problems with goals per se. I have problems with resolutions. Mm-hmm. Um, because I feel like they're just setting yourself up for failure and it's really hard to, I, I feel like it's really hard to set goals for an entire year. Um, I feel like it's much easier to set goals for a month or a couple of months, stuff like that. So 
I tend to stay away from New Year's resolutions except to floss on a regular basis um, because that's always my Mm -hmm. New Year's resolution. Um, But I found myself this year as I was preparing for this episode, I have, I do have goals. Um, There are things that I just want to keep in my mind as I proceed with my sewing practice, with my business, um, with my life. So um, goals, I think, are more nebulous and less um, stringent than resolutions. So goals, fine. Resolutions, bleh. <laughs> How about you, Meg? Um, I I like the I I think I'm on the same page as Kate. Like a resolution seems like a bit I don't know, um, but I think it's good to have goals. I kind of similarly I just jotted some just general things down, like just like wake up a bit earlier and like <laughs> lately I've been um. I've always had like a little ADD, but like becoming pregnant, I think it's like, high, like it's just so many yeah. changes going on in your body. And mm-hmm. I'm finding it really hard to like focus on one thing. So one of my goals is just like complete a t- one task before starting another task. And it's like, mm-hmm. I have half some, so like I've never, I, I've always a little bit been like this, but uh, like since I've been pregnant, it's like heightened. It's so much more and I'm finding it high. I just get flustered and overwhelmed like more easily. And it's just like, it's crazy how just, um, yeah, just your body just changes so much and just like mm-hmm. all the different things going on. And, um, so that was just kind of my mate, just like finish one thing, starting, mm-hmm. <laughs> starting another. And, and that goes for sewing too. Like, um, yeah. So I don't think I have any half sewn. I'm looking at my studio. No, I kind of do. I have this little pile of cutout stuff and, oh, I actually have a lot of patterns to tile and but you got a year you're good I know I have a year so just some like general goals like yeah um yeah. I find if I get get too specific or anything I don't know I, it's like if I don't do that really specific thing then you know you have that guilt that sets in um but mm-hmm. yeah I'm kind of on a similar page as Kate yeah yeah I, I'd say I'm I'm right there with y'all I used to love New Year's resolutions. I'm, I'm the kind of type of I'm I'm the type of person who likes to keep moving, mm-hmm. keep progressing, moving towards things, um, having a plan, even if I don't stick to it. Um, I definitely I feel like in the past that was very much a part of who I was, and I don't I don't not like that. Um, but I do feel like as I've mentioned on the podcast in the last couple of years, I've just been like, just survive, find yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit of happiness, you know, like very general, easy goals focused more on, um, I don't know, not, not like super ambitious at all and not lofty. Um, and I find I, I, I'm, I'm still in that camp, but I do think that having started a business in the last year, my goals for the new year are pretty specific with that. Mm. You know, I'm not, I don't have anything super big on the personal front, but on the business front, I do. So this has been, it's been interesting to think about it over the years, how my thoughts about uh, goals have changed. But I, I think I do like the term goal better uh-huh. than resolution. Yeah. Resolution just sounds, I don't know, it's got 
more tied to it, um, more implied, maybe. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, with that, um, let's let's talk specifically about sewing goals. And I'd love to hear what you guys have in mind for the new year. Well, um, I kind of came up with my major sewing goal um, in the last episode, if you recall. Yeah. Um, and I'm, I'm sticking with that. And that's to sew my inspo. Um, and that's how I, I mean, that's how I function in general. And that's how I keep up with my sewing. Because if I sit, if I sit and say, I've got to make X, Y, and Z this year or before this date or whatever, then it turns into a chore. But mm-hmm. if I'm saying I'm going to sew what inspires me when I'm inspired by it, then that feels much less, less like it's hanging on me and more like, oh boy, I get to do this instead of I have to do this. Mm -hmm. Um, It's how I think about it. So I'm going to sew my inspo um, and I am going to attempt to reduce my stash. Um, I tend to get inspired and want to do a specific thing and then run out to find the fabric to do that thing with because I have a very specific picture in my mind. And so I've been trying to I've been trying to look at what I have in my stash and try to try to be inspired by that. Uh-huh. Um, and that's been working. And I'm not I'm not in any way vowing not to buy any more fabric or anything like that. I just want to make sure that I get into my stash, that I look there first, and that I try to find try to find inspiration there. I like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's funny when I think about like sewing my stuff, like, cause I've had it for so long. I've moved with it. It's like, I can't imagine not it being in my foot. Like, I'm like, it has to, then I have to pay the, go think of the perfect thing. <laughs> Just like things can become so precious, like in my stash. Yes. Oh, you're like, yeah. I remember when I bought like, yeah. and then, yeah, I, I need to do that as well, but I need to like not be as precious about it being like, it'll reduce it. Like then you can get more fabric. Like, like Yes. <laughs> I've still got that pink and white silk brocade that I've been trying to come up with the perfect pattern for. Um, It's been like five, seven, I don't remember, something like that years. And the funny thing is, I know what I want it to look like. I want it to look like something that I have in my closet that I outgrew. So what I need to do is figure out how to pull a pattern and make it bigger so I can just Uh work from that. But um, sorry. Just went off on a tangent. Oh, that's, no, that's yeah. Okay. It's yeah. it's like I think it's a common thing with people's stashes too. It's like mm-hmm. you're so used to just having always the option to sew it. So when it's you do, you're you're like it's gone. Yes. <laughs> oh my gosh, I get precious about the weirdest yes, things. Same. You know, it's it's so strange, and I don't I don't always start out precious about it. Exactly. You know, like it's like just fabric and then as as time goes on and I consider the options yeah it's Mm -hmm. so funny how that happens I know um my my sewing goal this year is it's you know I can't really 
keep apart my business sewing and my personal sewing when I when I think about this like it's yeah. they've they've just become kind of meshed together and I think that that's okay mm-hmm. um but the one thing that I've been thinking a lot about is pace you know I'm I like if I do something I want to do it more and like that kind of like keeps the momentum going and then if I take a pause it's harder to get back into it um but I also I really want to keep sewing enjoyable. And even though there are some moments, as you mentioned, Kate, where I feel like I kind of have to sew, even if I don't want to, because I've got events coming up or, you know, drops to get ready for, I still, I want to, I want to keep a really good relationship with sewing and not become resentful of it. And I feel like pace is a big part of that. So Mm -hmm. I'm kind of thinking about things more, on a monthly basis rather than looking at events and and just trying to kind of build that way rather than have a big deadline work towards it even though I also kind of like that um, and I feel like it allows it it forces me to be creative in some interesting ways but I don't think it's necessarily it's probably not good for my body and my wrists and all of those things so thinking about pace mm-hmm. um, for me uh-huh. Let's talk about uh, specific makes that we're hoping to get to. Um, specifically thinking about make nine. I I don't know that I've done one in recent years, um, but I always really loved the spirit of that, especially when you're thinking about using patterns you already have and things uh-huh. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and if there are any skills that you're hoping to develop in the new year, I think I'll... I'll kick us off really quickly. Um, Definitely thinking about my design skills and my grading skills and what I can do to kind of improve that for the business um, is on my list. I should probably get some jean sewing. Mm -hmm. It's hanging out there, but um, I feel like my jeans are the, the two pairs that I made. I think I made them in 2019. So four years wow. of just pretty steady wear, and they're doing they're doing well. But I I feel like there's there's an end in sight, and one that I shamelessly stole from Sadie's Make Nine, Sadie Fox Matter, um, was the Ames blouse oh, by Seamwork. I love like that that's you know I I do I just love that blouse. When it came out, I loved it. Every time I see someone make it. I love it, but I don't know. I have to be in the mood for making a shirt like that. Like it's, it's got so many details, the plaque at the collar, the cuffs, you know, I just, it's kind of like jeans. I have to be in the mood. I have to like clear the deck and just prepare for that many pattern pieces and gathering that much attention. (laughs) Yeah. So um, but th- I just, I love that one. So I'm going to try to make some room for it. And that's, those are mine. All right. Well, I'm not planning to do a make nine or anything because like I said in the last little section, something like that feel makes things feel like a chore to me. Um, so maybe I'll, uh, maybe I'll try to remember in a, in a year to sit down and say, these are nine things that I made. Um, but probably not. Yeah. Honestly, I'm going to forget. 
Um, so, but I do have some skills that I want to work on. Um, I had my first major upcycling project last year, as you'll recall, my Bridgerton dress. And that was, mm. that was a lot of fun. So um, I also picked up last year um, some kimono from a place called uh, Tangerine Mountain. Um, they import uh, vintage kimono from Japan and then um, they some of them they sell as are and then some of them they put into what they call stack uh, no packet cubes which is a certain poundage of various kimono pieces that are not uh, really wearable um, they might have stains they might have some places that are fraying that sort of thing and so they're meant for upcycling and so mm. I got one of those cubes and um, I've pulled cool. apart a little jacket and I'm hoping to make I think I'm going to try something very simple first, like a Antero shell. Um, but I've got a, several other beautiful kimonos sitting next to me that I can take apart um, that are larger pieces of fabric that I need to figure out something cool to do with. So um, upcycling, definitely. Um, I also would love to learn the fine art of pulling patterns. I know Meg does it all the time and it's, it's like very easy for her, but it's not something I've ever done before. Uh -huh. So I need to, I need to develop, I would like to develop that skill. There are a couple patterns that I'd like to pull. Like I mentioned, I have a jacket that I'd like to pull and then grade up, which is going to be a whole project. Um, and then I've got a couple other things that I'd like to, um, that I'd like to do some pulling and, and refat and remaking. So um, those are my skills that I'd like to, that I'd like to, uh, hone this year. Those are good ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I just recently, I got a pair of, I bought, I purchased a pair of maternity underwear that I plan on like then copying. <laughs> so mm -hmm. I can just, oh yeah. Enough, Cause yeah, I'm at the point where I just like, no, like when your underwear doesn't even fit it's like <laughs> that's I mean that's how I shop now especially like secondhand I'm forever like I don't know if I want this exact shirt yeah but I'm gonna take it home and copy it yeah. and use oh the yeah that I want mm -hmm. and I especially for my daughter like if she has pieces um like we we shop and you know she doesn't love the fabric but i'm like but this cut is so perfect for you yep. let's let's grab it uh -huh. and because i really i've done so much of that i think it's just i don't know for some reason it's it's easier less commitment than purchasing a pattern tiling it uh -huh. reading the instructions yeah yeah so i was at yeah. the thrift store yesterday too because we're recording this on a sunday and saturday is my thrifting day and so i purchased <laughs> uh, like a baby like sleep sack but it was like blue and gray i was like this isn't like i was thinking about not getting it i'm like oh wait it was like what i just i want to make some anyway so i got it just yeah. to grab the pat and see what like construction details they use and like stuff like that so um so i can make some green yeah um of course. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
Oh, Clearly. I, I also found the most amazing quilt. It was It's like a handmade quilt that I found at the thrift store. And on oh. one side, it's like green, blue, yellow. But it's all striped. And on the reverse, it's like little trains and planes. And it's the cutest quilt. And the green stripe perfectly matches the green um, color of the crib. Um, but oh. I noticed the binding was coming off like for an inch and so I brought it up to the cashier I'm like oh this is ripped and she goes I'll give you 50% off so I got it for oh like my $5 awesome. <laughs> little does she know I can't fix that like, she didn't know who she was talking to <laughs> but I can fix that like, in a second's flat I know exactly. so also if you're a sewer and, you're th- and you find that like it never hurts to ask <laughs> Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. good tip life tip life tip mm-hmm. yeah um and even if it was like when if the baby doesn't like it or whatever i was like i can just make it a, a coat because <laughs> it's totally so yeah. cute anyways oh i love thrifting um but i do want to make a make nine just in terms of like not like I want, I need to make these not just to prioritize or just to go through all the patterns that I see. And I love just to be like, all right, which ones do I love the most? So when I do have time to sew, cause I'm worried about my sewing time, like yeah. leading up to maternity, like it's, you know, um, I need to plan for months of work that I'm not going to be there. And like, I don't know what mm-hmm. having a baby, I don't know how much time I'm going to have to sew. So if I am going to sew, because one of my goals is to still try and make time for sewing, I at least want to prioritize like these patterns that I do truly really love, or I have a fabric for it, or I, you know, need. So I want to make and make nine just to go through all of the patterns that I keep saying, oh, I need to make that just to say, no, I really want to make this or that, or I really need this. So that's my kind of look at my make nine. <laughs> I like that too, because I feel like I tend to focus on make nine on the like negative uh, side of it. Like it feels like you have to yeah. now because you put it out there. But at the same time, I think it's it's cool to think about it from the perspective of it can help you just dedicate time. Yeah. You know, if you have this list it can it can get you in your sewing room it can keep you sewing it can keep you focused uh-huh. which is totally a task for me when it comes to to sewing for myself so i i i can definitely see some positives there and i i definitely remember those early days meg i think you'll it's you'll figure it out you'll you'll make time and i i do remember that sewing became and my sewing time became a little bit more precious, maybe a lot more precious to me. And like that much more important in terms of like my time, clear my head time. Um, as soon as I got to the point where I felt like I had energy to do it, but I'm sure it'll be different for you. It's probably, it's (sighs) different for everybody, but we'll be here cheering you along. I know. I'm (laughs) going to sleep well. (laughs) Big year, big year. Um, let's talk about business and career goals. Kate, I'm going to have you kick us off because I know you've got some good ones, some juicy ones. For sure. Um, So as I have mentioned, I'm sure a few times, I did my first little show um, last year and it was pretty successful, all things considered. And so I'm really excited about the possibility of doing more shows next year um, Mm -hmm. and hopefully giving kind of a boost to my local business. 
Um, I'm starting to, I'm already starting to like build up my stock and things because, you know, soap takes a month to cure. So it's, um, it's something I have to prepare in advance. There's a, there's a show I'm really, really hoping to get into. It's curated, so I have to apply and everything, but it's just down the street from me. It's, um, once a month, four hours. Um, so it's not too overwhelming, um, I'm really looking forward to checking that out. So really excited. More shows. Um, I'm looking at the possibility of doing some other um, longer shows too, um, but I'm really focused pretty hard on getting into this one to start. Um, so yeah, um, and I will try to make sure that everybody knows when those are coming if you're local and you want to come see mm-hmm. me. Um, but again, most of that, like this is the quiet time for shows. Um, most uh-huh. of the shows will start being when the weather's warmer. So, um, I'm also looking at expanding my, uh, lineup a little bit, not just different fragrances of soap, because I'm definitely expanding that, but, um, I'm looking at maybe adding something else, maybe candles, maybe bath bombs. Uh, if you've been following me on Instagram, you probably have seen mm-hmm. a couple R and D stories about my candles, um, including the one I made yesterday that failed like crazy. Um, so uh, turns out pillar candles so far, not my strength, which is kind of okay because mm-hmm. I'm more likely to be do- doing container candles if I do them, um, but I'm enjoying making them. So that's looking like a reasonable possibility. Then again, bath bombs kind of go with soap a little better. So maybe I'm going to want to do bath bombs. My problem there is that without a machine for um pressing them in bulk it can get pretty tedious making the individual bombs so um so we'll see um those are kind of those are kind of my main focuses right now um i may also you know i have some random thoughts in my head like acquire a color printer so i can start having colored labels instead of um black on pink which is what i have right now and um maybe changing up my label situation altogether. I'm not mm-hmm. sure. Um, but you yeah. have an embroidery machine. I always think an embroidery machine's like a color printer. You know, <laughs> it it is in many ways. But let me tell you, Meg, the amount know, of time it I would know. take me <laughs> to individually embroider. It's, it's, a, it's kind of a it's it's kind of a not really the kind of time No, I know. Uh, time <laughs> investment I want to put into it though you know maybe I should look into doing some sort of little embroidered I don't know something to put in my orders I don't know um I don't know what I would do mm-hmm. so maybe oh, it could be like seasonal like for if it's a valentine you could do embroidered little little heart like, like for like special mm-hmm. gift packs and stuff like mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Then those mm-hmm. could packaging is kind of the most fun. Packaging <laughs> is really fun and it's really key. And um I yeah, I the thing is I like my packaging, but also I feel like I need to elevate my packaging. So I'm kind of fighting with myself on that for sure. Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. I remember so my, I grew up and my dad had a um catering business at a food store and they would have to package like gift bag and like so we he would take me on these sourcing trips to the city so we would go to Toronto and it would be just these 
outside of the city, these, these warehouses of just packaging, like packaging products and like different, like, Mm -hmm. like fillers and jaw. And I loved it. I was like, this is so (laughs) cool. Like as a kid, it was just so fun. Like shopping for packaging, even though, yeah, but that was always my like kid, uh, job I would get paid like to to make gift baskets when I was little and so I love that too well (laughs) does does everybody love that or is that just like us or I don't know I I don't know it's intriguing and I think it's I think you get a lot of inspo from looking at stuff like that yeah Meg if you want to uh if you if you want to have a fun little moment in your afternoon or whatever check out papermart papermart.com Um, they have lots of packaging and I've been obsessed with them for years and they (laughs) provide me my boxes and my, and my filler for my soap. Mm -hmm. um, Yeah. Well, I've been, I, as I talked about making slime, I made some slime batches over the holidays. It was funny. My brother came and he was playing and he couldn't stop playing. Like I made the stretchy slime. And so now I was like, I need to think about like, even just packaging for myself. Cause for now I store it like as, paper bag not a geez, not a paper bag <laughs> paper bag would be the worst place to store slimes yes. <laughs> ziploc bag so uh yeah but it's yeah go really, to paper mart like, i bet they'll have something yes <laughs> but it is so therapeutic on the hand like squeeze mm, like yes it's so fun yeah meg you should make sewist slime. I know. I thought about it <laughs> with like little cute little sewing things in it. Yeah, because I I do feel like it's got to be good for your joints to yeah. maybe just be moving in a different way than yeah. you sew. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think I think you're onto something. Yeah. Hmm. I guess like that was leads me into I guess my biz career guys like I want to start like a little one that Julie and I can do together like I don't know who knows what having a new like it would just be nice to have you know um Julian works part-time and I'm going to be off work and so it's just it would be nice to have some like just like a side thing that we do that's fun that we do together and um I'm a huge slime enthusiast (laughs) (laughs) and it's fun to make like I finally like it took me like three or four batches like to get it right and um I finally got it right but now I'm experimenting with like color I was like now they need some color and stuff so I got I need to I want to make some today too and I found this like green metallic like color so I'm gonna try and make nice. some like green slime <laughs> nice okay I well when, when you're feeling real good about your slime Meg let me know and I'll trade you some soap for some slime oh let's do it okay what was that site again paper mart i need to write that paper mart yes paper mart sounds dangerous it sounds extremely extremely dangerous (laughs) i i literally got the ribbon i used at my wedding there oh that's how long i've been obsessed with paper fangirling yeah fangirling over paper mart like I'm just even at living in New York, there's so many cool niche stores and I would just go in like stationary stores and like, mm-hmm. I love stationary as well. Yes. Anyways, <laughs> we should have an episode like, what else do we like? 
else do we have oddly in common? I think a lot. I think it is common that was so like we like gravitate towards like other kind of things. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah, yeah. Anyways, and it's like a it's like a crafty thing. It's a crafty too, thing. You know? Yeah, and a texture thing. Maybe I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, I have I have some biz goals as I mentioned. Um, I saw this one online and it was more, I really liked it because it wasn't a, it wasn't a resolution. It wasn't a goal. It was just a theme. Like think about this theme and kind of work toward it slowly. And the one example, um, was confident patience. And Mm. I just, that really, I think that resonated with me on a personal level, probably because I'm, I've falter with both of those things uh pretty regularly not a very patient person at all and um and I think in terms of the business that's that's a really good thing to work toward and I think it goes along too with like thinking about pace and like knowing that I can control the pace and um like I'm in control of many of those factors that are kind of causing me stress so I can I can step back and and just think about, you know, those, maybe those smaller kind of incremental goals um, to hit rather than where I want to be in five years mm-hmm. all the time. So thinking about that, um, like you, Kate, I have um, more outreach, more shows, more marketing. It's really interesting because I feel like when I was sewing mostly for myself, I, I was mostly connecting with people online and with y'all in person, of course, Meg always online. But um, but it's so it's been interesting to do shows and kind of get out in the Denver community a bit more. I mean, it's a different it's a different scenario since I'm selling my makes, but it's 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 cool. It's it's a neat way to connect with that community, to connect with people who are interested in supporting your business but I don't know and more maybe more so on the community side it's 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 been it's felt really great to make some connections more locally um so I'm gonna do more of that in the new year and also really focus on some better picks mm-hmm. that's so hard with garments it's oh, like pictures so is that what you mean yeah, yeah pictures yeah. yeah like I need more uh shots yeah, on yeah, models yeah. more more of a vibe yeah you know just thinking about branding and pictures like it's Mm -hmm. it's one thing to get like a decent picture like that's I'm always happy about that but to have something that feels branded feels like it represents your perspective um that's a different thing altogether and I think I'm gonna have to make some investments so thinking about that as well uh in the new year but um but yeah I'm not I, I it's they're they're goals. I'm not. I'm not gonna be too hard on myself because got other life things happening too. So, but but I like having a little list for the business side. Not so much on the personal side. Yeah. Um. But let's do think about some personal goals. I think for for me for the new year, uh, my husband and I were not. He's he's not a big yearly resolution person either, but. We are very focused on some family travel this year. Mm. We, I mean, it's just, it's expensive with five people. Oh, yeah. And 
Um, I mean, it's expensive with one person. <laughs> so we um, we have we have a trip in mind that we're hoping to make happen this early summer and and just try to make that a bigger part of what what we do on a regular basis um, and and make sure that we're prioritizing those goals uh, financially and energy wise and all of that. We, we do a good job with like small trips around Colorado. Um, but we, we need to, we need to get to the ocean. That's the goal. <laughs> well, my personal goals, um, I need, I need to get a job. I've been looking for a job for, um, several, for a couple of years now, actually. And, um, while freelancing is helping and the soap is helping, um, I still feel like I need to be doing something, you know, greater with my life than soaping and then taking a nap. So, um, so definitely getting a job is on my, on my goal list. Um, we're also, after we're done recording here, we're going to have a meeting about some plans mm-hmm. for the podcast. And while we're, haven't really pinned them down yet, I'm really looking forward to, uh, expanding what we're doing here and uh, doing some exciting new things. So I'm counting that as a personal goal is to make sure that that happens. Mm-hmm. I like it. Mm-hmm. My personal goal is just to really like savor every minute of 2023. I know that mm-hmm. newborn stage, like they even change so much in a couple of weeks as all my mm-hmm. friends and family have, t- have been telling me. So just like even my last few months of, pregnancy and just like savoring like just taking a deep breath and just like so that's kind of just a personal goal and then just to generally get out of the house more I'm just so stuck in like I I know I guess working from home and then it's just different being like not in in the downtown of a big city like it was so much easier for me to go out like even just I know I need to prioritize even just going for a walk around the block. Like there's just been days or I don't leave the house or the only times like Julie and I leave the house or to like go to Costco, which I mean, I personally find very fun. But <laughs> 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 I know we just went, it was like Friday night and we went to Costco and had French fries and like, it was, and it's Sunday it. and it's great. <laughs> I love it. But I think it's with, you know, we see people walking around the neighborhood with strollers and stuff. So hopefully it'll be easier, you know, when I don't have meetings all day to just, you know, savor Mm -hmm. the time with the newborn and get outside. And I'm just picturing like all the fun things that we can do as like a little family um, Mm -hmm. in 2023. So that's just my personal goal. Just, just live in the moment is my personal goal, I guess. (laughs) I'd love that. Yeah, that's you know, great. I, I fully, I'm working from home <clears throat> as well, Meg, and I definitely <laughs> there. I mean, other than taking kids to school and picking them up from school, I'm here all the time. And yeah. one thing I've been thinking about doing um, is heading up to the library and working. Yeah, yeah. Just a change of scenery, yep. you know. So I think I'm going to do that too. 
Mm-hmm. I, I just I love the library and the the library system here is awesome. But just yeah, change of scenery. Yeah, it's, it's the struggle is real. Yeah, even when I lived in Toronto, like there was days I just took my computer to like a coffee shop, and it it yeah it really did help. Um, so yeah. and I'm like I can do that here. Like <laughs> I love a Starbucks. Totally. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I need to just plan to do that a little bit more. Um. Mm-hmm. So I don't get distracted by, because sometimes I find it easy to get distracted. I was like, oh, during this meeting, I can like stitch trip this thing. And then I'm like starting to sew it. And then I'm like, oh no, but I have like a deadline that was due like an hour. <laughs> you know, so it's just like <laughs> to focus. Um, exactly. Yeah. All, all great goals, y'all. I love that. Um, let's think about what goals you are, are, Let's let's skip the goal part. What are you looking forward to this year that's not a specific goal? Okay, I threw this at you. I, I added it to the bottom of your list. I know. I'm sorry. It's great. But it's I great. wanted to talk about what I'm excited about, which is Seamwork. I got a Seamwork uh, subscription for Christmas. Yay! Yay! Oh my gosh. I am You're gonna love so it. So excited. I haven't I haven't I've um I've put some stuff in my um in my library, but I haven't downloaded or put anything together yet, but I'm so excited uh-huh. to try out a bunch of them. I'm all over the Nash, um, which uh, Meg turned me on to and is kind of why I asked for it for Christmas um, to begin with. And I'm looking at like the Quince and the Samson and oh, I'm yeah. just like really excited about um, going through all the Seamwork patterns and finding them and trying them. And so that was why I made Amanda put that question in here so I could gush for a couple minutes about how excited I am about my Seamwork subscription. And you're going to love the day one of every month. It's like the first thing that I do, the first of every month that I go, as I go, I wonder what two new patterns are released. <laughs> it's really fun. Like Christmas. I know. Every I, month. Yeah. I have the Beckett overalls on my on my list from them. They're super cute, and they look like they'd be maternity friendly. They're like not fitted. They're they're super cool. Yeah, awesome, so awesome. What about you, Meg? Anything not goal related, like maybe birthing a human? Yeah, probably you that. Know. So for <laughs> you. <laughs> These are just things we're looking forward to. I'm but you should have a goal to birth that human because it would not yes. be good if you kept him for the rest of the year. No, there's days where I think this has to come out. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, it's so funny. And my father-in-law, he's um, like both of my Julian's parents worked in the medical field and he worked at a hospital and he gave me this like book that's like really realistic photo like it's like live photos and, <laughs> and it's like realistic photos of like fetus like of the pregnancy journey it's like oh my gosh when I opened the page on like the birth I was like oh my gosh but it's exciting I'm ex- I'm so excited so that's definitely obviously the top of my list of things yeah. I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to oh and having a margarita after <laughs> oh yes yes that's I know it's kind of perfect you know not being pregnant in the summer I can enjoy some margaritas I know uh, Mm -hmm. my mom said like when she gave birth to my son 
I mean, oh, geez, when my mom, my mom gave birth to my father, <laughs> I'm totally a pregnancy brain. Like, my dad brought her, like, beer up in the hospital. She just wanted a beer as soon as possible. It's funny. Um, That's yeah. funny. So I'm looking yes, forward to my son and a margarita. Uh, one higher than the other. What about you? You know, I haven't really, I hadn't really, I don't have anything specific here, but one thing that I hadn't really mentioned yet, and I cannot believe I forgot about it. um, But one thing I've noticed with having the business, my, um, my time that I had to dedicate to my other hobby roller skating oh uh, yeah definitely diminished so I think kind of bringing that back into balance and I think one thing that I am thinking about doing in the new year is maybe taking a regular class there's zoom classes you can do there's um you know in-person classes and just I don't know building a little bit of structure maybe around that so I can make sure to just keep it part of my um my life because it's I mean, it's definitely an exercise thing, but it's so much more than that. It's Mm -hmm. therapy. It's, you know, just stress-free, get out of your head moments. And I have, I have got to keep those in my life. So I guess, I guess that is kind of a goal, but also it's just thinking about, you know, making sure I can have time to skate. Uh Can't believe I forgot about that. Yeah, I thought about you, Amanda. There was an event, like, a couple weeks ago in our town, and they turned, like, for an evening, they turned the whole, like, downtown mall into a roller rink that you could skate around the whole oh, mall. So yeah, I would have gone if I wasn't pregnant, because I would... Yeah. <laughs> All, like, man. That would be bad. They, yeah, that would be You bad. think that the four wheels on the roller skates are easier, but they are they are hard. I try... <laughs> You took me. Yeah, you're hard. So, power to you for that hobby because it is hard, and you make it look so easy and fun. Yes, <laughs> I I love it. I'm still obsessed. I'm counting that as a win. Oh yeah, and yes. like I want to keep it part of my life well past the pandemic era mm-hmm. when it definitely kind of got popular again in some ways, but had also you know maintained um popularity as well so anyway just thinking about that definitely that that might have to go on an actual list i don't know we'll see we'll see <laughs> well that was a lovely conversation y'all as always yes, um it was let's not forget our teeth flossing flossing no, yes. brushing keep, keep, keep <laughs> it keep your eye in your teeth they're important things um, <laughs> i have I a mean, dentist appointment coming up <laughs> <laughs> They're going to tell go. me the same thing. <laughs> yeah. You can care business. I love it. All right. Shall we jump into our so inspo? Let's do. All uh-huh. right. This is the um, segment where we talk about the things that are inspiring us, even though, let's be honest, the entire episode is generally talking about things that inspire us. Um, Meg, why don't you start us off? What's giving you your so inspo at the moment? I uh, Funny enough, it's actually like, quilts I've been kind of like having a little quilting bug yeah I've just I had Mm -hmm. a really good score at the thrift store you can see all that like fabric that's piled right there all flannel like cute like flannel and they're all lime green I want to make a little flannel quilt Um, but I also got some I found on sale um 
my friend had a, a baby recently, a couple of months ago, and she is obsessed with Harry Potter. And, um, and I found all this licensed Harry Potter fabric, like 75% off. So I got a bunch of it. So I'm making her a little Harry Potter baby quilts. Um, oh, yeah. And I've just been like, I don't know. I think it was ever since I made that table runner. Like I've still, I, it was just so nice to just sew a bunch of little squares. Yes. And so, and yeah. baby quilts are so much more that's, approachable. Yeah. That's yeah. And easier to quilt and just yeah. less of a commitment. Yeah. I, I made my daughter like 47 yeah. baby quilts. Yeah. Especially now just making clothes for myself. It just isn't as satisfying. Cause I'm like, I can't yeah. like, I don't know. I, it's, it's just harder. Cause I'm like, Oh, what's it gonna, cause I'm not just used to just mentally knowing how to instantly alter for a maternity, like it's to accommodate. And like, if I want to invest in making something, I want it to fit now, but then it's like, anyways, so just right now it's just like sewing some quilts and gifts and just baby stuff. But, um, just, and then just leggings are just now easy to sew. So it's just easy to fit, but yeah, mm -hmm. that's my sew inspo right now. Cool. How about you, Amanda? You know, mine is really fabric oriented. Mm. I just got a new uh, batch of ecats mm. in stock uh, for my business. And I don't know. I mean, not that it should be surprising on the business. It is on the business side as it is on the personal side that new fabric is really inspiring. Oh, yeah. Um, so I've, I've cut into some of them started to use them and they just that really just kind of kickstarts my creativity and um and I've also I got a book on ecats for Christmas and I've been reading a bit oh. more about them and just um really kind of diving in and and, and I've never really I, it's it's been on my brain um and I love these fabrics I've loved them for so long but learning more about how they're made and kind of the mm -hmm. history behind them um, I feel like is, is feels good. I love it. Yeah. I just love how you said in stock. I'm going to say that whenever fabric. <laughs> I have this in stock. Now. It's not your stash. It's well, your I know, stock. I yes. I just love it. <laughs> yeah. I don't know when that happened at some point. I, well, if, if it's that for language your, change, if it's for your business, it's in stock. And if it's it personal, is. it's in stash. It makes perfect. I mean, I, I can I tell you it, what's in stock right now. I could tell you what's going to be in stock in a week because I made a whole bunch of stuff four weeks ago and uh, or three weeks ago, and I'm about to have some come available again. So, um, well, so anyway, funny. I know, I know business stuff. It's hysterical. <laughs> um, as for me, I actually am a little bit on Meg's side on this one. Um, this is so random, but my sister-in-law for Christmas gave me this, um, this pin, an enamel pin, and it's a, a cookie box, you know, the, the little Swedish, mm -hmm. Danish, whatever mm -hmm. cookie box. And then mm -hmm. it has a little hinge lid and you flip it open and it's got sewing supplies in it because mm -hmm. it's a sewing kit. Um, so love that. Isn't that adorable? But it's kind of so, huge. Yes. It's like not something I could, I would actually probably wear on my lapels or anything. I'll put small enamel pins on, but 
um, not big ones very often. So I want to make a little uh, display quilts because I do have kind of a random collection oh, of like pins that I've got at, um, at uh, um, sorry, at events where you'll get them in your swag bag and stuff and, um, and that sort of thing. So I thought it might be cute to make a little, a little quilt, you know, maybe 10 by 10 or 12 by 12, something like that. Um, that I can hang somewhere and I can put this this pin and you know other little pins that I have maybe some fancy I have some fancy straight pins that have um, really fancy stuff on top of them you know just show off some of my sewing related pin stuff that isn't really something that I want to wear on a regular basis yeah so I'm kind of kind of toying with that idea and trying to come up with a, a pattern I like for that that's so cute that is cute i've seen people do like banner shaped ones that oh. you hang on the wall mm -hmm. so they're like really for more like a like a display scenario as you're as you're saying yeah i think my friend has one that's basically a cork board covered in fabric and she's got ribbons running down it and the ribbons all have pins and stuff on it oh that's a cute um, idea yeah that's a good way so to throw lots... earrings too, like pinning, yeah. like oh, yeah. yeah, and like brooches and stuff. Oh, mm -hmm. that's a good idea. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I'm kind of toying with that idea, and I've got a whole bunch of fat quarters and scraps and stuff. So then I'd need to figure out what I actually want to do color wise, and there's a lot to go with that. So it's just kind of popping around in my head, you know. Mm -hmm. So fun, fun. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well that was a fun episode i'm looking forward to 2023 yes. now um i keep having i keep saying oh something i did this year and or something i did last year and then mark says no that was two years ago or that was last year mm -hmm. i know ah! you know when amanda said yeah. she made jeans in four years ago in 2018 i'm like 2019 was four years ago. Like, no, it, it sounds yeah. like it was so recent. I have a secret. I, I have never really truly left 2020. <laughs> I'm still stuck in 2020. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, well, oh. cheers to us all remembering what we said in this episode this time next year. Yeah. Maybe I'll actually, yeah. maybe I'll be smart enough to like, go through and be like hey guys this is what we said in this episode <laughs> oh I my listened to it. we're not no we're, we're not. not gonna do that <laughs> we're absolutely not we're good all righty well, yes lovely episode lovely episode thank you so much to our listeners for uh talking through 2022 last time and 2023 this time with us uh, we hope that you've got lots of fun plans for the upcoming year as well. Uh -huh. and, uh, until next time. Cheers. Let's sew. Here We Sew Again is produced by Amanda Carestio, Meg Healy, and me, Kate Zynard. Find us on Instagram at Here We Sew Again Pod or email us at Here We Sew Again Pod at gmail.com. Our show website is shows.acast.com slash here-we-so-again. Thanks for listening, and now it's so time. <laughs>